Let us pray. Lord, I want to thank you um, for who you are, for what you've done for us, the grace and the mercy that you've shown us in sending your Son to us. As we have dug through this book uh, up to this point, uh, Lord, we have spent a great deal of time uh, pouring over each scripture, um, trying our best to plunge into the depths of who you are and what you are doing. Uh, and, and as we have arrived here at, at, this, at the end of chapter 11 of Romans, Lord, um, I, I want us to rejoice in the fact that though we have tried to plunge depths, that we have but scratched the surface of the depths that is you, your character, your purpose, your plans for us. And let us rejoice that you are beyond finding out, uh, that who you are, that what you are doing in and through us is, is a truth that we will explore for all eternity, Lord. Uh, let us never think that we will get to a point to where we know it all about you, because given an eternity, we could never because you are that big, oh, the depths, Lord, oh, the depths, that we would, as we, as feeble-minded as we often are, plunge into those depths. Lord, I pray that you would teach us to swim and you would teach us to dive deep, knowing that we could never reach the bottom. Uh, Lord, uh, as we, with Paul, uh, come to a place of worship, I just ask tonight that you would, through your Holy Spirit, lead us as a body of believers uh, into worship. Uh, use your word and the truth of your word to lead us to worship, and let us worship you with your own words. Let us worship you in the Holy Spirit with the word, with the truth that you've poured out into our hearts as we reflect on that truth and what it means for us. I thank you for who you are, and I thank you that though we may, and though, though we should try with all we have to press deeper and deeper into you, Lord, that we can never plunge those depths, and that is a beautiful thought to rest in. Lord, thank you for who you are. You are more than enough for us. It's in Christ's name, for his glory. Amen. All right, it's good to see all of y'all here tonight, and I know, I think some of the ladies are still back in the class uh, back there. We may finish before they get out tonight. Um, we're going to be in Romans chapter 11. We're going to be looking at verses 33, 34, 35, and 36. So, um... We're not going to do much in the way of review here, but I want to say that tonight we will draw to a close on one of two major sections of the book of Romans, right? The first major section, which I talked about when we kind of opened up uh, this study quite a few weeks ago, was that Paul opens up just pouring out the gospel. And in all of Scripture, uh, what we will... what we should, and I hope have seen up to this point, is that Paul does a beautiful job at explaining from beginning being the need for to the end, our hope and security in uh, this gospel hope, this gospel of Christ, the gospel that we find uh, presented here in the pages of this uh, this book that we cherish uh, so dearly, um, that as we've pressed into this, we're now coming to the close of it. And as Paul now, as we're looking at 33, 34, 35, and 36 here, 
Paul, you could say that Paul was reflecting on the truths that we looked at last week, and you'd be you'd be very safe and secure in that. Um, I would like to go even further than that and say that that what we find this kind of doxology, this these few verses of praise here that we find at the end of chapter eleven, is Paul's reflection on the entirety of the gospel that is he that he has now been pouring out for eleven chapters. And and as I look at this. As I look at this, and as I consider uh, worship in general, because we're going to be looking at the idea of worship a little bit more next week, but as I consider the verses and the words that he uses here, and and see the admiration of his heart coming out for a God that uh, that is beyond us, right? Beyond us in our abilities, beyond us in our hopes and our wildest of dreams, uh, more than we could ever hope for. As I see this, this, this for me, these verses like this are verses that shape my understanding of what it means for us to worship God. And what I want us to look at first is how that we've been led by the truth of who God is into worship. And this has been no small thing either. We've been working now for many weeks, 40-something weeks have we been digging through this book, and now we come to this point in Scripture. As Paul has poured the gospel out to us, the truth of the gospel has been made plainly clear to us. The hope that we have in the gospel is clear to us. The purpose for it in our lives, the spread of this truth has been made clear to us. And as we get here, the, probably of all the writers of Scripture that I look at and I think, man, they they got it together. Paul is probably one of the guys that I put up there high. And then what I see in this, as Paul has poured out, and the last three chapters especially have been thick and difficult chapters to wade through. Chapters that as I look, I think, that's meat there. There's depth there. And as Paul comes to the end of chapter 11, he's thinking of these things, and this is what he says, Oh, the death. Now, do we think that Paul himself believes that he has plumbed those depths? Do we believe that Paul, as he's reflecting on this gospel truth, says, and that's it, right? You read that and you understand it completely and perfectly and to the depth of the bottom of the thing. Do we think that's what he's saying as he reflects here? No. No, that's not what he's saying here. Paul is giving us the clearest view of the gospel and all of Scripture. And when he gets here, he's like, it is more than we can take in and grasp and wrestle with. And this is a beautiful thing. This is a thing that leads us to worship. Now here's the thing. If we thought, if I thought for a second that I was going to get into heaven and then some 10,000 years in, I was going to understand the ways, plans, purposes of God completely. What happens on day that follows that? It begins to get a little boring. It begins to get a little, well, we've covered that before. But the truth is the hope that we have in God and who He is is that for eternity we can never hope to finish the cup that is the depth and riches of God. 
And that is a beautiful thing to consider. That in eternity, each day that follows, we will have more, not less, to worship God for. Each day. There will not be a day, friends. There will not be a day that we run out of fuel to fire the worship that we have for our God in heaven. And that is a beautiful thing. Oh, the depths of the riches and wisdom and knowledge of God. How unsearchable are His judgments and how inscrutable His ways. For who has known the mind of the Lord or who has been His counselor? Who has given a gift to Him that He might be repaid? For from Him and through Him and to Him are all things. To Him be the glory forever. Amen. And here's what we're going to do. The next minute or so, I'm going to read over this verse a couple of times. Right? And we're not going to do much in the diving into it. Right? I just want us to think and reflect on the words of Scripture here. Paul, as he's poured this truth out, now comes here to this place of worship. And I want our hearts to be aligned with Paul's. We've spent a good deal of time now digging tirelessly through Scripture. And I want us to get to a point to where our hearts, from the truth that we know about who God is, says the same thing that Paul says here. When we worship God, I don't want us to worship God as though it's something that's become old to us. Though it's something that we've done time and time again. I want us to press in. I want us to reflect upon who He is, knowing that we have but scratched the surface of it. Right? Knowing that given a lifetime, the best that we can hope for is to scratch the surface of who God is. So let's just read this again. Oh, the depth of the riches and wisdom and knowledge of God. How unsearchable are His judgments and how inscrutable His ways for who has known the mind of the Lord or who has been His counselor, who has given a gift to Him that He might be repaid for from Him and through Him and to Him are all things. To Him be glory forever. Amen? Oh, the depth of the riches and wisdom and knowledge of God. Oh, the depth of the riches and wisdom and knowledge of God. How unsearchable are His judgments and how inscrutable His ways. For who has known the mind of the Lord or who has been His counselor? Or who has given a gift to Him that He might be repaid for from Him and through Him and to Him are all things to Him be glory forever. Amen. Oh, the depth of the riches and wisdom and knowledge of God. How unsearchable or His judgments, and how inscrutable His ways. For who has known 
the mind of the Lord? Or who has been His counselor? Or who has given a gift to Him that He might be repaid for? From Him and through Him and to Him are all things. To Him be glory forever. Amen? Oh, the depth of the riches and wisdom and knowledge of God. How unsearchable are His judgments and how inscrutable His ways. For who has known the mind of the Lord or who has been His counselor? Who has given Him a a given a gift to Him that he, He might be repaid for from Him and through Him and to Him are all things. To Him be glory forever. 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 Amen. Let us pray and let us worship. Lord, as we reflect upon the truth that we see in Paul's words, the worship that he pours out to you as he reflects upon the truth of who you are and what you have done through Christ for the glory of Christ to all nations and all people. Lord, I pray that the efforts and working and digging and plunging into Your Word that we have done has built us up in our understanding and knowledge of who You are at least enough to know that we can never plumb the depths of who You are. Lord, as we feel that we dig deep, let us trust that we could never dig to the bottom of who You are. Lord, I pray that through the power of Your Holy Spirit, You would work in each and every one of our hearts so that we would be in awe of You. Lord, that the truth of who You are that's given to us in Your Word would lead our hearts genuinely to worship. Lord, that we would be led by You and You alone to a place that we worship You. That our hearts would say to You, alone be glory forever. Amen. Lord, that as we reflect on the hope of the Gospel that You have so graciously given to us, let our hearts be ready for worship. And let worship Strengthen, encourage, build up your people. And as we worship, let us be reminded that there are those who do not worship because they do not know you. And in our worship, let us desire that that would not be so. As we worship you and reflect on who you are, Let us be a people who would take that truth 
to the world that is lost around us. I thank you for Christ. I thank you for the time that you've allowed us to spend in your word over these weeks, Lord. I pray that you would carry us deeper still. It's in Christ's name, for his glory. Amen.